on. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fireside. It is currently March 1st, 2019 with the Fireside Gaming Podcast. My name, of course, is Stone Mountain 64. This is where we uh, talk games, talk streams, all the good happenings that happened during the week and might not have been able to catch all of the live streams, so we'll kind of bring it all back together here. If you guys have questions, I take them from my supporters prior to the stream, typically a day before. Uh, you guys keep an eye out for the it's the hashtag fireside questions tag that you could search on Facebook as well as um, you guys get the supporters do get a little bit early access to these with the you could just search hashtag fireside podcast and see whatever it is it's just a few days though of course this is available to everybody as i know we've been do doing fantastic on all these other streaming platforms which is super cool to see i had no idea how this would go this is actually the second or third time i've tried to do something like this first time i'm really putting it out on all the different platforms and everything in the the podcast space has just grown so much faster and bigger it's easier to do it than ever which is super awesome and uh the response has been awesome so Thank you guys so much for watching, uh, for all of the ratings and everything on it. And let's jump into it, shall we? It's already March 1st, dude. This is uh, insane. I think I said it last week and every other week uh, since I've started. But it's crazy how fast this year is already flying by. feels like it's still Christmas back in 2010 for me. Like, I just graduated high school. <laughs> God, I don't want to talk about it. But um, seriously, the awesome week of streaming. I... We had record number of new supporters coming in since like the first week of when I actually launched the uh, launched the thing almost a year ago. We're coming up on a full year of doing that. Uh, I'm trying to do more cool things like with with benefits like this podcast um, and do stuff that I typically normally want to do. That was super awesome. We also did a giant tournament last week on Sunday, which was the uh, Winter Open. Finally, they took forever to drop Vikendi. It was hard because like now there's already a bunch of Apex hype. There's so many other things going on. Like If they would have launched custom games for Vikendi when it came out, it would have been so much bigger. But I had so much fun playing, doing it with you guys. There, there was uh, about 300, 350 people who signed up to play in our PUBG tournament. It was the fourth one that we ever held. Super fun. I cast the final. I casted the finals on Sunday, and I really don't let it impact kind of my main stream schedule because this isn't something that's like meant to be super competitive and like. You know, I'm not trying to start a competitive circuit here, and that's why it's like you know, people ask me, "Oh, you should do it on Xbox and PlayStation and whatnot," but like. My goal is not to create a competitive community. This is really something that's just for fun. We're going to be doing more stuff like this as well. Uh, we've already, this is already our fourth one, so it's been a lot of fun over the, the years doing it. But um, I think the next one we might do might even be a little bit more casual. We'll do some, maybe we'll do some crazy rules like double health or one shot headshot kill. Maybe we'll do something or Winchester. Maybe we'll do something really pan only. Who knows? Uh, but we'll, we'll probably be doing some more. And I, I got a bunch of requests, too, to do some Apex-type things. There's no real way to do it yet, but if they do introduce custom games, the way that they started it with PUBG was that you got access to custom games. I got access to it because I was a PUBG partner, and I am also an Apex partner um, where they have you know they work with some of the creators in the community. That's how I got this <laughs> dope hoodie that I'm rocking, you know? <laughs> some of the perks. Anyways, um... <clears throat> strange flex but that's okay uh super cool tournament probably gonna be doing more and the other thing is that i'm now uh, over level 90 on apex so i'm almost legit at level 100 which is the max more on that though uh this game 
titled the stream earlier this week. This game's busted. And uh, I had a, I got a lot of people that were pissed about it. I was actually shocked. Like, people were coming in. First of all, I was shocked that they were actually reading the description because typically people don't do that on my uh, streams. <laughs> but uh, people were like, what the? This game's not busted. This game's great. The amount of people defending the game and how positively it's been received by the community is just it's it's so weird because literally every game people are just bagging on everything. Typically, I don't do that too much. Um, you know, there's some games that I I don't personally enjoy quite as much, but uh, I know a lot of other people enjoy different different styles of games and whatnot. So I just kind of let it be, just stick with what I like. But man, the defense that was coming out for it, I was kind of shocked. But there was good reason of why it was busted, in that there was a. Uh, Terror that well, okay. There was like a decent balloon glitch. We talked about this, I think, last week and maybe in the week before, but there was a decent one where you could re elevate yourself as you're boosting down an apex. So you're flying down off of a balloon or off of the initial spawn and you look straight up and your thrusters will actually give you extra distance. This is something that was pretty valid. I, th I thought they decided to take it out of the game. I'm totally fine with that. I, I don't care. You know, I could still rotate plenty fast, and uh, there's also a new character coming. Let's just divert off onto this real quick because, hell yeah, there's a new character coming, Octane, who has some abilities that are pretty interesting. One of those, his ultimate being, potentially, this is all leaked information, we don't know completely, but Octane is going to have a launch pad type ability that you jump, like, it's something you put down, and it's your entire team can use. And I believe other enemies will probably be able to use it as well based on the phrasing of what it was. But it's it's kind of more, think more like a Fortnite launch pad rather than a balloon redeploy. From what I could tell, he has a passive ability as well to generate regenerate health, so he'll always be healing. Um, and the final thing was his actual like quick ability that he uses, which was six seconds of slow immunity plus a 30% speed boost, which is incredible. One of the best things about this game that makes you harder to hit, more difficult to uh, to kill, is the speed boost. And I would imagine a character that's going to be moving very quickly will be smaller. This might be competition for a Wraith-type character, which we'll get more into that in a little bit. But if it is a small character that can move super fast and is immune to slow, that means he could run straight through the toxic gas, if an arc star hits him, just keeps flying straight full speed. No slow effects is incredible. So this could be a, a really strong contender for uh, a fat. Now, it's not going to really have a lot of utility for the team other than the launch pad ultimate, obviously. But, um, I mean, we see that with, like, uh, the zip line, for example, and the Wraith Portal. Wraith Portal has a little bit more utility from time to time because, like, knocked out players can use it. Um, but anyways, I'm really interested to see how that goes. And I think them taking out that balloon extra glide was to try and help just keep the game overall balanced and, you know, a f viable for everybody. The more broken thing that they didn't fix right away, though, was the unlimited flying glitch. If you guys saw some of the streams, we basically, uh, it was floating around the internet extreme, extreme amount. There's a, a ton of people using this. But basically, you could fly forever in Apex. Forever. I spent three minutes in the air. Basically, once you got low, you could just, you could, you could, and you could boost yourself at unbelievable speeds. You could go across the map in like 10 seconds, just shoo, zoom across the, it was, it wasn't even, it was built into the game. It was just a glitch in the game that allowed you to do this. They ended up fixing it after just a few days and they actually fixed it while I was streaming. I used it one game, the next day, game I couldn't use it. That's one of the really cool things is that this thing is just automatically like they can, they can launch updates like that out of nowhere. 
Like, you don't need to re-download the game. You don't need to do any of that. That's one of the cool things about it. Uh, that being said, that was still in the game for too long, I think. That being said, they they fixed those things pretty quickly, which is good to see. Um, then when they came back, I think it was on Monday that they fixed it, so it was a quick turnaround on the fix. Most likely, they just weren't working on the weekend, so they got, got in, fixed that one. That's one of the easily the worst ones that they needed to have fixed. That being said, the game still has a ton of other bugs, and more stuff is coming to, to light every day. Uh, Pathfinder can still climb up any wall infinitely. There's a double shotgun glitch that's in the game that needs to be fixed, and there's also uh, you can use infinite wraith portals. I don't know if they fixed that because I don't know how to even do that one yet, but Noah, Noah Jay was showing me that one when we were playing with him, and uh, you could just keep putting unlimited wraith portals down everywhere. So, you know, the game's still, game's still pretty busted, so I'm still going to keep saying it. Until right. they fix all this stuff. But uh, overall, it's been going pretty good. Uh, balance, though. This has been one of the hot, 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 and spicy topics in the community over this last week, which was uh, the size of the characters. So this is something that literally, I think it was in my second tip video that I made. I said, do not use uh, Gibraltar. If you fight Gibraltar, aim at him first. He's a giant target. He is much bigger than the other enemies. Most people, you know, in most shooter games, all of the characters are the same size. The hitbox is the same. Even if they're not necessarily the exact same size, the hitbox is the same. So, like, Fortnite, it doesn't matter what skin that you have on. Everything is the exact Your Your character is the same size. It might block more of your screen because it's a third-person game, but it's not going to affect it the way the game is played. In this case, it drastically affects the way that the game is played, and I didn't even realize this until about a week after playing the game, which is why I included it in my tips video, was... You're literally towering over people. Like, I was playing as Caustic, and, and I don't remember. Somebody's playing his Lifeline. They're like, dude, you're huge. I have to look up to you. And I was having to look down. And I realized at that point, like, these characters are huge size differences. Anyways, Wraith is the smallest character in the game. There is some person that put a bunch of numbers together for it. I don't know how valid they really are, but let's just use it as a rough estimate for now. Um, Wraith is the smallest character, and Gibraltar is the biggest character at 140% larger was the number, I believe, reading than Wraith. So it is extremely easy to hit versus it. Um, it's something that I personally believe that they should balance out with. Uh, my thing is I would, I, I'm okay with the character size differences, but I think it does need to be balanced more. To me, Gibraltar's ultimate and his passive ability of that shield in front of him and his uh, bubble dome that he could put down don't justify having that much bigger of a hitbox. The The biggest thing about any game is being harder to hit, the better. That's why Bangalore, even though she's not the smallest, she's very she's small, relatively small, but her movement increase speed is what gives her such... It's just so difficult to hit her. That's the biggest thing. If you don't get hit, like, you know, just keep living. So anyways, that's what... I, I think probably the best way to fix it would be to increase their overall health pool. Some people are saying that maybe we need to decrease the amount of damage they tank because those are tanks. Maybe they should tank more damage, reducing the damage that they take. But personally, I like the fact that all the numbers are static. If I'm using a wingman, it hits a 45 on body. I know that. If I hit their leg, or if I hit like a 40 or 40 or 30 something, then I know I hit their leg and that I'm not on my shot. I need to aim up higher. I can gather a lot of information from my shooting and from those numbers that pop up. Um, which if there was some type of percentage decrease, it's a lot more calculating and figuring out that you have to do as well. It's not quite as ideal. 
Um, for me, at least, I, I don't know. That's kind of my thoughts on it. I would be down if like if he got fifty more health or something like that to help justify. It. Maybe that's just part of his passive. Maybe that's just part of a buff that happens to him, where his passive ability is fifty, 50 extra health, and when he aimed down sight, he has a shield. That would make him a lot more. That would make him a lot harder to deal with. But it also would mean he'd have to take more meds in order to heal up, maybe. So uh, that might help keep it balanced, too. I don't know. Ultimately, I think something needs to be done about the character's size difference uh, because it feels to me like they're just way too weak as is. And it's kind of up to the devs to figure that out. Uh, the other really cool thing that's now that it's March is Battlefield 5 is coming this month. Uh, Battlefield 5 Firestorm in particular. Is it going to be the final version of it? Is it going to be a community test environment? I don't know. This is uh, something that I saw actually Westy, if you guys don't know, he's big in the Battlefield community. He makes a ton of great YouTube videos on Battlefield. He put out a tweet saying that, and I guess it's public information, that him, or at least him, I'm assuming that there's going to be other people going as well, are going to be going to check out in Stockholm, which is where Dice Studio, I believe it was in Stockholm that he was going to, but I know Dice has a studio there. This is a studio in LA. They're the creators of Battlefield Five. Anyways, he said that it's like the second week week of March, his tweet said, uh, as a public tweet, that he's going to be playing it and testing it out, Firestorm. So, uh, and I think he believe, I believe he said at the studio. So that's an indicator to me that, you know, this is going to be something that's tested for a few days there. Most likely that's going to be where uh, people are going to be capturing content. And then a few days later, if not maybe a week later, I'm guessing it's going to be in the back half of March that we're going to be seeing Firestorm coming out. We haven't really seen anything else about it. We know it's a 64-player, it's a squad-based battle royale. And what's kind of interesting is that while Apex is out and it's been kicking butt in terms of like the reach that it has and, and how many people that are playing it and have switched over to playing it, it's still quite different from a PUBG or a Battlefield. Like, this game... Right? I mean, uh, chat, I'm curious, how many of you guys actually are still just sticking with PUBG because you like... Uh, mate, you guys are bad. You guys might be a little biased. These guys might be a little biased, to be fair. But I am positive, and I know I've gotten messages about it still, of people saying they're just not into it. They like the more realistic aspect. They don't like the... Uh, crazy crazy amount of mobility that this is in this game no fall damage um there's aspects to it that are not quite as as hardcore more or less that PUBG has especially with like even just hit markers which battlefield does have hit markers so it's not quite a super hardcore experience like PUBG. but PUBG mobile PUBG feels slow yeah, so see, I, you know, I think I'm kind of I kind of agree with that too. Like I, I personally really like Apex. I still really like PUBG as well. It's just a different type of game, and I think a lot of people that are are still just really enjoying PUBG in that type of play style, they might even be more interested in something like a uh, Battlefield game. It's gonna it's gonna really we haven't seen anything from Battlefield yet. So they that's where I think there's more opportunity than anything is a stable. Battle Royale that's bringing a really realistic, hardcore experience. PUBG's gotten a lot more stable. They're doing really good. Every month that goes by, they're becoming more difficult to, to, to stand out against because their game has come so far along. You know, after all these years, you know, early access and full release and whatnot, um, they've had a lot of time working on their game. Uh, I think there's still room in that space. But 
will Battlefield Five be a contender for that? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I feel like the squad-based gameplay that they're that they were talking about might, but we really just don't know enough at this point. So later this month, we will be checking that out, and uh, whenever it drops, it said they said it was going to be in March. It might just be a community test environment where they're just testing it out. It might be full launch. Uh, might compete more with even Call of Duty, like with that aspect. Probably will because it's more hit markers and those types of things. But we'll see what direction they go with it. Uh, another super cool thing that uh, I read in the last... Uh, I don't remember exactly when it was, but Fortnite. First of all, this week, yesterday... Was it yesterday? Was it just yesterday, dude? Okay, maybe two... Fortnite Season 8 is out. This is huge. People have been waiting. There's a lot of uh, people that weren't quite as happy with last season. And I don't know what the consensus is right now. I've seen some people say they like it. I've seen some of the top players like Tfue, uh said he's not happy with the new season. So we'll see how it pans out over the next few weeks on it. They added, you know, some uh, pirates type uh stuff into the game like there's cannons that you shoot and whatnot it looks like an interesting twist i've looked at some of the new areas to the map and it looks really cool they've still gone with the path of not creating new maps for their game they're just keeping it as one map that they're continually updating which i think is it's pretty cool they've done a pretty good job at keeping it fresh since it does keep on updating but i mean we'll see where it goes it's nice that there's a new season out and obviously they had a big competition with apex coming out so they made it so that this season pass was free if you completed challenges over the last few weeks so i think they might have pulled in a lot of players from that too uh, another huge thing that they announced was that in 2019 they're going to be spending and for people saying in, in general that the uh fortnite's dying this might this might help uh curb that thought a little bit um <laughs> In 2019, they're going to be spending $100 million just in prize pool money. Uh, take take that in for a second while I sip some of my coffee here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for video games, it's prize pools. Ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, an absurd amount of money. That is, that, is, uh, that is an absurd amount of money to where teams are, are going to be competing for that organizations are going to be formed just to just to compete for that you know they did that last year an incredible amount of money as well it and something else that's really cool that they're doing is they're doing a world cup this year so they're doing a world cup for Fortnite. they're going to be bringing teams from across the world all together it's going to be in from what i read it's going to be in new york july 26th is going to be the finals if you want to add it to your calendar or something check it out later might be something cool if you're interested even if like personally i haven't been playing much fortnite over the last few months but i do like to just check in on it see how it's going um definitely is uh i mean it's a popular game it's, it's pretty cool so anyways i thought that was really cool and uh, i think this game is still going to be a massive attraction for people people are still going to be making millions playing this game uh in 2019 easily and it's going to be exciting to see where it goes all right, now I did have some questions, too, that I wanted to get to from you guys. Dropped a bunch of them. I got to say, last week's questions are great. This week's questions are great. You guys are getting fantastic at putting together some dope topics to expand on, to get into. And I know as we do more and more of these episodes, we'll get even deeper, and you guys will come up with even more stuff. 
and I try, and that's where, like, I try and do, like, the what I know. This, this, some of the stuff I've talked about to you did already answer some of your guys' questions as well. That kind of helps shape the flow of the content, but um, there's also some questions that are more direct that, yeah, whatever. We'll just get to those too. Dan P asked, what's the difference between your streaming personality and your real life? I thought this was a fun one because it's, um, you know, you guys that only ever see me on stream, uh, some people have met me off stream and whatnot. I think there's a lot of, you know, one of the benefits is that I'm just kind of myself when I'm streaming, when I'm, when I'm, um, talking like this, it's just, this is just, you guys have put me in a position where I could just kind of do, do whatever I'm doing is, it seems to be pretty in line, you know, but I will say that what I do when I'm streaming is put on a show. Like, I'm here to entertain you guys. You know, we're going to have some fun. I want to put a smile on your face and you know, hang out and give, put on a good time. Whether it's, you know, I'm in character doing uh, my uh, YOLO series or whatever. It works with some random squads or uh, whatever. It is something that I definitely put a lot more energy into. So it's kind of like, you know, if I'm just... I, I like to just chill and watch watch some other stream or whatever. I'm not like this 24-7, but uh, I try and bring more energy to the streams. And, you know, it's kind of when do I ever – I don't really ever, like, channel this much energy into one thing, right? I'm on, I'm on for a few hours, and I'm putting, I'm putting something together. So that's how I think about it. I'm not saying that's the right way to do it or how other people, everybody does their content their own way, but that's kind of how I've always done it, especially in the past when I first was streaming. I was only streaming one day a week, so I had two hours, so I'm super hyped. Like, this is the two hours that I get to hang out with a bunch of people in the community, play some games, you know, do whatever, and uh, it's the same thing like if I'm going into a video or something. I'm I, I pull on some things from, uh, you know, like me living in my mom's basement. And then I incorporate it into the gameplay, into the gameplay in the show a little bit. You feel? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's what's kind of fun, too. Is like I don't really – this really, the podcast is kind of more getting into my head, which is weird, too, because I don't do that too often. But um, sitting down and doing this is kind of – it's just a little – it's just a little different, you know? And um, when I'm streaming, it's very much more about the game. This, we can sit down and talk a little bit more. And that's kind of what's, it's kind of fun that that's been inspired through the supporters for uh, for all this. Jeremy K asks, what major deciding factors go into what I stream? We've kind of talked about this before, but basically, a lot of it's based on the audience. I would say it started with, you know, what I'm what I'm passionate with. Like what like I just played so much Call of Duty. I was just watching every everything about Call of Duty. I knew everything about Call of Duty. And I wanted to do even more stuff with it. And so I was creating content. Started to build a community around that. I kind of sort of, kind of grew from there and whatnot. Um and that's what I build an audience around. But sometimes I just want to I just want to kick back and play some World of Warcraft. It's a game I've played for a long time, you know? But I've tried that on stream. It doesn't really resonate as well. It's not really going to fit with the audience. 
So that's something that, like, I'm not just going to stream WoW all day and play that 24-7 as much as that I would just love to do that, right? So there's there's a balance there, and it's also, like, if I just absolutely hate a game, I, I'm not going to play it. That's also part of it. But, uh, you know, the occasional games, like... I want to make it. I want to make it fun for myself, and for the and for the stream for the audience. So, like when we do PUBG custom games, that's something that if I just were to play PUBG and just run some solos, I'd probably, at this point, I don't want to do that. Like, I just I'm not really interested. If everybody's demanding me to play PUBG solos, maybe we'll do a couple games, but I would probably just do some jokes around that. Like we would just do something trolly around that. But if I'm going to play PUBG, like, I get a lot of requests to play PUBG. If I'm going to play it, though, I'd rather do some crazy-ass fun custom games. And so that's what we do. So I still incorporate that into the game. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that goes into it of, like, where my audience is at, what I think I can make entertaining, and, uh, you know, what I, what I kind of enjoy as well. Like, that's not even what I kind of enjoy. It is what I enjoy, but... It is a weird balance, you know? Like, because I played, for example, I played all of Zelda, played through all of that on the Switch, but I didn't play any of it on stream. It's just too off content. And while I know a lot of people would enjoy it, the majority of my audience is not here for that. So it's kind of a weird balancing game that I played too. And, like, I this, was, this question was more targeted even towards, like, Fortnite. Fortnite just comes out. It's got a huge new season. So I posted a tweet out, and I was like, hey, do you guys want to see me play Fortnite? It was about 50-50. I could have easily played it yesterday, but, you know, my buddy was on playing uh, Apex, and so we decided to just play some Apex instead, and I had a ton of fun with that. And we can always go back and play that. And that's another thing, too. Like, in terms of... It's not just what everybody wants me to play. I'll listen to um, other people so we can explore other games. I had a lot of, I've had a lot of requests for a bunch of different games in the past, like Sea of Thieves, which we've played. That was even some comments on this post that I put out yesterday or this morning or whatever. Uh, people saying to go play some more Sea of Thieves. So I try and listen to it as much as I can. And um, when I think it's something that I can make something really good on, then I kind of go towards it, which is why we will be playing Fortnite New Season at some point most likely and uh we, we definitely spell break is still on my list i was even talking with acolyte about it we got to try and get in on that so uh, maybe next week or, or something this week was just kind of crazy it's kind of crazy busy for me so we didn't have too too much time those are some of the decisions that like i'm thinking about when i'm trying to decide what i want to play so yeah for the stream, at least. But, I, you know, I'll just play whatever off stream. I don't really play that much off stream. Typically, I just practice. Right now, I'm just so hooked on Apex that I just literally just play more Apex when I'm not streaming. So it's one of those one of those types of games right now. Uh, Rain D asks, what about creating content keeps you coming back? So it's, it's a fun question. I really didn't think too much about it. Um, when I was first creating content, it was just... It was fun getting involved with the community and like getting doing some custom games. Like we just had like a small group of like ten people, and we were just playing like some call some Call of Duty Black Ops custom games, and like we'd play like knife only, capture the flag. You know, like I said, I was super, I was super, super duper deep into the game. Like I had like one hundred kill plus games. Um, 
regular game, regular public games weren't even like they're fun, but and I had no aspirations to become like an esports pro and compete and like find a team and do that. Not really interested. Uh, so, but I was more of like, let's just have fun. Like I played Halo. Uh, same thing with when I used to play Halo. I used to go into these. We'd do like these zombies infected games, which came into uh, Call of Duty at a later point. But it was like. What you would do is instead of because there's no built-in system for it, so you were on the honor system. When you got killed, you had to go into your settings, switch teams, and until everybody was a zombie eating the last dude. It was a ton of fun. So that's the kind of stuff that I just really enjoyed in uh, finding the community for that, as well as that's what initially kind of started it. And then after that, it was uh, I was making videos like around Hardline and around, um, you know, a couple other Battlefield games and Call of Duty games of just tips and whatnot and the response of like, oh, I love this video, or people saying that they thought the videos were funny was something that, like, I enjoyed making these videos and I thought they were hilarious. So when other people said, you know, they liked it and they thought they were funny, I wanted to do more of that. So I made more and more YOLO videos and all these different things over time, and that's really, uh, you know, it's just fun the community and the comments and reactions to it is really what's just like what hooked me on it, I guess. Um, Henry M asked, did I look for an existing community or did I form one around me? Uh, this, this was kind of along the same lines of the, the other stuff I was talking about. But um, when I first started, I, there was already community there and I tried to get into it. It's extremely hard to, get into it so i was trying to form my own community at the, after that point i did a really good job of that i think at least for where i was at doing that around battlefield hardline um i know a lot of people weren't super into that game and i saw that as an opportunity as well as i did enjoy the game um i think partly it was because you know it was the first game that i played on pc the more that i've been link looking back and thinking about it and um you know there's other people there's other people creating content for it too but, you know, I was doing it every day and really getting involved with it. And uh, the the feedback from the smaller community that was there really enjoyed it. And so it was a lot of fun um, playing it, making videos on it, and, you know, just having a really good time. I even looked back at some of my streams. I even I was streaming on Twitch at that time, too. And uh, looking back at that, it was a lot of fun to see. Uh, I, I spent a few minutes looking back at some of it. It was fun to see uh <laughs> some of the stuff of that some of that stuff of that game uh and then the final question here that i had written down for me guys was uh can we get some guests on which i know we've had that question before it might be something that we do i kind of at the beginning mentioned this is something that i'm kind of treating more as like a recap of the show we could definitely do like some branching episodes where it's not necessarily about like the last week or, or whatever um and maybe we just chat with a, a buddy or something and just maybe even talk about some of that with them too uh we'll see we'll see I, i'm still considering it and matt m as well as a lot of you guys asked when is the wife going to be on and uh, she's getting ready for we're actually going to be gone for the next few days vis visiting some family so we're not going to be here but if you guys are interested um we do have our uh one million subscriber my 1 million subscriber video found out that we live in my mom's house in her basement what do you think about the living situation uh. <laughs> so if you never saw this 
and you want he was basically asking like what does the wife think about um my content whatnot it's i guess it's a little different now it's a little dated this is from when i hit a million subscribers so it's a little old but it's still pretty relevant if you want to check that out i recommend checking that out uh and maybe we'll bring her on for another episode and um in the future we'll see sometimes she stopped by stops by on the uh uh regular stream too says what's up which is always fun um yeah i think that was all the questions though and we kept it to 40 minutes today just about nope 30 minutes Ooh, i kept it on time baby i've been going a little bit long and i know you guys do like that sometimes i do like to go long but as mentioned i'm gonna be gone for the next few days so i gotta wrap this stream up that's why we did it a little bit earlier today and we're gonna be back with the regular stream so we can do still a nice juicy stream for the main friday show and then we'll be uh gone for saturday tomorrow but back as the regular schedule on Monday, which is likely when this is going to be going out, to all you guys uh, on the podcast verse. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Appreciate you hanging out. If if you do uh, want to give it a little bit of love with some ratings on any of the podcast platforms you're checking out, please do so. And I will see you guys very soon. That's for this one, Stonemass64. Over and out.